Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Newcastle Blue Star Podcast. I'm your host Dan Tracy and we're back with another episode and more importantly another top guest. Joining me tonight is someone close to home and it's half of the first team management duo. It's none other than Paul Bryson who is otherwise known as Bryser. Paul it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show tonight and I hope all is well. Yeah, Dan, all's well, and it's always a pleasure to be on the show, and always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you very much. Right, so where are we? It's been a couple of months since we last spoke. How has it been getting to grips with competitive league football at Blue Star? It's been great, to be fair, Dan. Um, it's, you know, the club is is going from strength to strength. Um, we've, we did have a lot of injuries at the start of the season, um, and you would probably probably say, you know, we did drop points at the start of the season uh, yeah. with with the injuries. Um, and what I always said the way the injuries were because they weren't just short term injuries; they were like you know seven and eight weeks. Um, so so from from the start of the season to where we are now with with, with the players back and the one or two additions, I feel um, as the seasons went on, we, we are in a much better place. Um, at this present time. Now, obviously, Liam's not with us this evening, but for me and everyone listening, they'll be keen to know how the managerial partnership is continuing to work at the moment. Is it fair to say that things are blossoming on the touchlines? It is, Dan, to be fair. Um, you know, Liam, is he's like myself. He's hes really committed. Uh, we're both getting on really well. Um I'm not going to say everything, you know, agree with everything, because that would, that, that would, you know, it would be, you know, I don't think, I don't think many uh, joint managers, uh, managers and coaches would do that 100%. But I always think it's, it, it always comes to, uh, it's, it's a healthy discussion. Um, and whatever decision we make at the end of it, it's not the best for me, it's not the best for Liam, it's what we actually think is best for the club best for the team and best for the lads. And I think that's the best way I can uh, describe the relationship. Well, I guess, as you kind of explained there, sometimes you want a bit of difference, maybe even a bit of friction, because then you're kind of developing new ideas that might form of that. If you had the same ideas all the time, you'd never kind of think of anything different, would you? It'd be bits too simple if you were agreeing all the time. What 100%. And that's, that's what I was trying to say there. Um, to be fair... Liam gets around the lads. He's he's brilliant. He, he he keeps in touch with the lads all the time. I tend to take the lead more on the coaching side of things, which I love. Um, and then we you know we come together at the end of the week, picking the squad, uh, picking the team. Um, but we 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 speak to each other two and three times a day, if 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 not more, you know. Um, and 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 we're relationships getting stronger and stronger. And he's he's someone. Who, who I would trust, I would certainly have in the trenches with us. Um, and as I say, I couldn't speak any highly of them. OK, let's focus on some recent results now. The last two matches have seen maximum points, which is great. But also, more importantly, I guess, nine goals registered with nothing shipped at the other end. So how pleased have you been with both ends of the pitch as of late? Again, Dan, as I said before, I think we're in a much better place now. Um, you know, we've got these we've got these injuries. We've got Dicker back. Uh, Kelty back, Stevie Little's back. Um, unfortunately, Sam Norris, who will be a big miss uh, because he was very, very influential in the way we were going to play this season. He's unfortunately out for the season. Uh, we've added one or two other players in in, in Ethan Ethan Bewley, uh, Josh Willis, uh, in, in young Joe Malone. 
Um, and we've, we've found a formation that suits the players. Um, we're playing a good brand of football. And another big, big factor um, in, in, is Sheep's coming back as well from his cricket. He's played five games and we haven't conceded a goal while Sheep's been in goal. He gives the back four or the back three, which we sometimes play, he gives them that confidence um, and they really, really trust him. So, you know, them players coming back in the, the new additions is made with a, a, a different outfit altogether. Well, I had in my notes about the goalkeeper, so I was going to reference that now because at the start of the season, there was a little bit of chopping and changing due to whatever reason. It just lacks a little bit of cohesion, a bit of continuity, but you've hit the nail on the head. Since that issue has been addressed, we haven't really looked back, have we? No, yeah, you're dead right. You're dead right. To be fair, um, Alex Curran uh, was in goal, uh, doing well. He had missed a couple of games um, through, I think he was at a wedding, he was at a bachelor. Um, but then on the, the eve of the Killingworth game, we got a call at about 11 o'clock saying he was he wanted to go to play Spartans. Obviously, Sheeps were still playing cricket at that time. Um, so we're called on one or two of our contacts and we've got a young keeper called Callum Dobson who's done well for us as well. Uh, but at the minute, Callum just lacks a little bit of experience. He's going to be a good goalkeeper. Um, he he, he uh, filled the void for a couple of weeks and then we've got Sheeps back. And as I say, he's he, he's added to one of them other players that we didn't we didn't have at the start of the season. And he's made a massive, massive difference, Dan. Talking about the defence, the attack, the goalkeeper, we shouldn't leave out the midfield. But I think it's fair to say that everyone's doing their job. And from a management point of view or a coaching point of view, that must be a really pleasing sight. It is, yeah. Um, and we've had, we've had to tinker with the formation a little bit. And that was mainly due to Sam Norris's injury. Uh, we've sometimes played three in there. We've sometimes played a two. And whichever whichever formation we've, we've, we've played in there, the, the midfield in recent weeks, and again... You know, I couldn't speak any highly of Michael Dixon's came back in the last three, four weeks, um, showed his experience uh, and showed how much he was missed at the start of the season. And alongside him, you, you, you know, J- Joshua was saying from Wallington, Reese Havelock Brown, he's bringing the best out of them as well with his performances. I guess that kind of also intimates that you've got options now, haven't you? Not that you didn't have before, but. As you said earlier, the squad seems stronger and I guess almost there's a bit of a, a push for the, the top spot. I know it's eight points behind at the moment and it sounds a lot in theory, but there is a lot of football to be played. So if you can just do your bit, that is ultimately winning matches, then you never know what might happen in the second half of the campaign. 100%, Dan. That's, we've got a, you know, we've got Percy Main on Saturday. That's what, all we're focused this week. Since we've, since we've uh, played Anik last week, it's one game at a time. Um... You know, and we'll you know we'll put, put up our best side that hopefully gets three points against Percy Main, which again will be a difficult game. We've got to look after ourselves. Um, and if if we can't catch Killingworth, um, you know, all well and good. Um, that's ideally what we want. Um, but again, the biggest thing from from the start of the season to now, at the start of the season, one or two players might have made little mistakes. They knew they were playing the following week uh, because they were, we, you know, were really stretched squad-wise. Now we've got a real, real good squad, and I think everybody knows they've got to put a shift in week in, week out. They've got to be good at training, um, and if they're not, ultimately, the you know they'll not be in the uh, start uh, the, the squad. Never mind the starting eleven, and that's 
I think that's the biggest motivation what the lads have got at the minute is fighting for that shirt. And then, you know, we, we keep we you know, we keep saying, listen, one game at a time, we'll take the next game, see what it takes. I think we've got a couple of league games and then we've got a couple of cup games coming up uh, after that, you know. So again, just just take them one game at a time and we'll see where it takes with Dan. In terms of the cup games, is it a case of if it isn't broke, don't fix it, or will you use the cup games to try and use more of the fringe players? What will you do in that in that sense? Again, that's that that's two weeks away. So I wouldn't like that. I would like to think we could use um, one or, one or two of the lads who's who's in the squad who who haven't had much game time uh, in recent weeks uh, through one, one reason or other. Um, but as, again, you know, we will t- we'll we'll take the cup seriously as well, you know. Um, and there's there's nothing better than a than a than a good cup run. Um, and it's you know we we'll, we we'll want to keep striving to win one next game to keep another clean sheet. Um, so them them are the things that that will be uh, reiterating to the lads come the cup games. Now watching the games, I think. It's fair to say that a lot of people always reference the fact that the fitness of the players is almost worth an additional goal, that you can keep pressing and pressing and there's always a bit more in the tank. But you don't want to always rely on that, do you? And I think it must be pleasing, especially in the last couple of weeks, that the team has gone out on the front foot, got an early goal and then set the tempo straight away. Down the fitness, and that's down to the lads. Honestly, the, the, the lads' attitude since, since myself and Liam came in, during the during the lockdown, just after the lockdown, and then the pre-season, and 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 now the turnouts for training, the twenties, the twenty-twos, you know, the real real good turnouts. The lads want to work hard, prepare to work hard, um, and if they're doing that in training, they'll they'll obviously do it in games. Um, as you say, we have started on the front foot. Um, the last couple of games, well, is it since we've got this? The, like this new team, this new energy, that's that's been the way we've been playing. We have been on the front foot. A couple of weeks ago, we played Percy Main, um, and we were on the front foot, but we just had to be a little bit patient to wear them down. Um, and we scored a couple of goals in the second half to win in a cup game there. Um, so the the good thing is, once we've been on the front foot, and if we have scored, you know that gives us momentum to you know to try and score one or two more. If we haven't scored, we'll make sure we stay in the game now and we don't give ourselves a silly goal away where we make it a, a little bit of a mountain to climb. And that's been really pleasing. And again, that's for the experience of the lads. I, I cannot stress enough how how good it is to have them back at this particular time. Now, finally, Paul, the support has certainly been in good voice as of late, something that was clearly evident in our trip to Annick last week. But I just wanted to get your take on Friday night football. What's it been like leading the team out under the lights? Dan, the support, honestly, again, everybody's made myself and Liam so, so welcome. Um, the support is absolutely fantastic for our level of football. Uh, and that's, you know... That's not just the motivation for me and Liam. It's the motivation for the lads. And we keep saying that, you know, these 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 want to go to the next level. That's where the players and, and, and the management team want to get to as well. 959 the other Friday on a on a on a on a Friday night, it was it was unbelievable. I knew there would be a good crowd, but you know, just to get under a you know, a few short of a thousand is fantastic. Um 
and they're very, very supportive. They're very complimentary of the way we play. Um, and at the minute, long may that continue. <laughs> so, you know, so we, we keep playing good football. We keep getting the wins and they keep following well. Uh, but as you said, we went to Prada a couple of weeks ago, last week up to Anik. You know, we're taking, we're taking 60, 70 and 80 people. These clubs are, th- they, you know, they, and, and Anik and, uh, and Prada were really appreciative of, of the support, the revenue that they got behind the bar uh, from our supporters. Um, but they, they've been fantastic. And, you know, we want to we wanna give them something back come the end of the season. Well, the next target for the next Friday night game must be breaking that 1,000 barrier, I think. But I think that's all my questions for this week, Paul. Is there anything you'd like to add before we go? Just whilst you're on about the Friday night uh, football, Dan, I think Buridan's agreed to come uh, on the 19th of November on a Friday night, which that has all the makings of being a, 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 a real good game. Obviously, two top sides in, in, the, in the league. Um I know their their manager that runs them, Davy Malone, very well. Great, great non-league guy. Um, so that should be, uh, you know, ho- hopefully, hopefully we can get get over that thousand mark in that game. Um, but I say there's plenty of football between now and then, uh, and we've just got to look after Saturday first, and then uh, and then we'll take each game as it comes down. Absolutely. I just need to say, Paul, best of luck for Saturday then. Top man. Great to speak to you, Dan. All the very best. Cheers, Paul. Okay, that neatly brings an end to this podcast episode. Just a quick bit of admin. As you know by now, the seasons are in full swing and there's a whole host of Blue Star fixtures coming up this weekend. There's also an away day for the first team in Whitley Bay next week. If you want a place on the fun bus, tickets are only a fiver. If it's anything as good as last week, we should be in for another treat on the road. If you want to get in touch with me, you can. That's on Twitter, at Dan Tracy, 1983. To wrap things up, I just need to thank Paul once again for his time. So with that said, it just leaves me to say that my name's Dan Tracy. This is the Newcastle Blue Star Podcast. And until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.